Hey everyone, how are you? Uh, so I am here today with Liz Hill, uh, a, the virtual support gal. So Liz has 10 years of website maintenance, social media management, and online technology uh, experience. So Liz, hey, how are you today? Good, how are you, John? I am good, I am good. Um, so the format, we talked about it a little bit. I'm gonna ask you three questions. And uh, right now I feel it's very important that we provide some value for people who, you know, may be stuck at, most likely are, are stuck in their home and are small business owners or professionals and they just, need, they just need some tips and some knowledge on how to improve while they're at home. Okay, sure. Cool. So first question I have for you. What's the most common issue that you find with business owners and professionals during your initial consult? They either don't have the time to do the work or they don't have the technical knowledge to complete it themselves. So they're reaching out to get somebody to kind of take that over for them. Okay. Okay. And how, how specifically, or I guess a better way to ask it, what's your most common way of helping them? So if they have a lot of organizational issues, I recommend that I take over that entire part for them. So if they, if they need help with Dropbox or Google Drive, they just don't know how to organize it properly, I'll go in there and take that over for them. They don't have to do anything. Um, I usually recommend that I do most of the work myself and help them you know, focus on their business side so they don't have to worry about the technical side or getting all this administrative support tasks done. So I usually like to take over for them so they don't have to worry about anything on their end and they can focus on growing their business. Okay, okay. So just so people feel more comfortable, um, you, you talk to a lot of business owners and professionals. There's quite a few of them who are really bad at the administrative side and operational side of their business, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, and that's okay. It is okay, especially if you're new to business. I don't expect anyone to know how to do that if you're in your first couple years of business. Yeah, yeah. I heard something uh, probably about five, six years ago at this point, and I was always concerned about, in my real estate career specifically, I was always concerned about how organized I was because I'm, I wasn't, right? And I heard someone say, Focus on what you're good at and don't worry about what you're bad at. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're focusing on trying to run your business yourself, how are you scaling your business and getting growth, right? You're so, you're, you can't be the jack of all trades on your business. You're either yeah, going to fail or you're going to get burnout. It, it's a very rare person who can do all of them at a high level, right? right? I, and I really haven't met them, to be honest. So yeah, exactly. Instead of like, if you're, if you're, if your talent is lead generation and, and bringing in new clients, do that, right? And then hire someone like you to take care of the back end, right? Exactly. Um, I think that they should hire people for different sectors of their business. So mm -hmm. I don't do, for this is a great example, I don't do billing, right? I don't do billing or reception. So I would recommend they get somebody to do that part of their business and then I could take over the other parts that I am good at. So there's nothing wrong with them hiring more than one virtual assistant or a freelancer to help them with different sides of their business. Great, great. So second question I have for you. 
if someone were to hire you for eight hours, what is the best thing that you could do? You could improve about their business going forward. I can definitely help automate a lot of their systems. So things that would normally take two or three hours uh, would maybe only take one. Right. So I help cut down on the time involved uh, with online systems, organizational tasks. Um, for example, I can help set up Google Calendar for my clients who don't have a calendar set up. Google Calendar will save you so much time because you can block out chunks of time and you'll know exactly when your calls are, when you're going to do your other tasks, um, when you have phone calls, appointments, when you want to go work out at the gym. Mm -hmm. So I can really help streamline the processes and cut down on the time involved um, if they were to do this on their own. Okay. So Google Calendar, that, that's a great, that, you know, that's a great value add. Uh, I think more people are familiar with that. What's a system that they're less familiar with that you could automate for them and, and they could, you know, benefit from immediately? Sure. So a great example would be MailChimp. Um, MailChimp has lots of autoresponder options. So mm -hmm. if a client came to me and told me, they're spending a lot of time sending out an email newsletter each month. Um, you know, they don't know where to get their content from. I would maybe suggest they set up an autoresponder that blasts out an email over so many weeks or so many months, and it's all automatic, right? So it's a one-time setup. I would set up the online form. Uh, when someone signs up, it would blast out the email newsletter to them, and then they would continue to get the sequence of email newsletters over a period of either days, weeks, or months. And that would totally eliminate the need for them to have to blast out an email newsletter every time a new client signed up for their list. Nice, nice. So you mentioned that you do have, you know, you have clients that come to you for hourly and then maintenance, you know, that you have regular clients for maintenance. Is a system like MailChimp a, something that you would manage on a maintenance level, like in terms of content? I would. If someone wanted to blast out a campaign monthly, mm -hmm. I'd be glad to give them a flat rate to do that for them, uh, you know, prepare, style, and deploy the newsletter for them. And if they were looking for more of the tech side help, uh, setting up an online form, setting up an autoresponder, I can do that hourly or flat rate. I really leave it up to my client uh, and give them flexible options. Okay. I feel like they're, I feel like the MailChimp uh, was a great example. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pick, I'm going to ask you for one more. Go for it. Go, go deeper, go oh, deeper oh. than MailChimp. Okay. Um, WordPress. Uh, let's focus on WordPress maintenance, right? So there are constant updates that come out on WordPress on the plugin side and the security side. And a lot of my clients aren't aware of this. They just have these WordPress sites that are sitting out there. They're not getting updated. And another major issue is backup solutions. A lot of my clients don't have proper backup solutions for their sites. So if something were to go wrong, uh, they wouldn't have any way to bring the site back up and running. They'd have to have a developer go in there and fix it. I mean, it could be hundreds of dollars of work mm -hmm. to fix the site. Um, so what I do is I go into the WordPress website, I implement a backup solution, and I run the backups for them three times a month and also do the plugin and security updates and security scans to make sure their site is running smoothly. Okay. So, and then for, for the people that like, hey, WordPress, I wish I had one, that's something you could initiate for them as well. I do, I do do development mm -hmm. if somebody asks me. It's a little bit out of my realm. I, I kind of stopped doing development a couple of years ago because it's very tedious. Got it, got it. Yeah, I, I think I have a WordPress site that I build out 
five years ago that I used for six months and then, and then I stopped. So <laughs> just let it go. It's yeah. Just, it's just floating, floating in the web somewhere. So um, I imagine that is something you hear regularly though. Oh, absolutely. Clients come to me all the time. Uh, you know, they haven't updated their sites in over a year. And those are the tricky ones, right? Because you log in and you have no idea what to expect. You don't know if yeah. things are going to be broken on the back end or you're going to have to run a fresh backup before you touch the site, which I always recommend doing anyway. Um, how many plugins need to be updated? And then you have the compatibility factors too. Mm -hmm. So if you're not updating the plugins, and the WordPress security at the same time, um, you know, the upgrades to WordPress, you can run into compatibility issues where certain plugins aren't gonna work anymore, there can be design issues on your site. So there's just a whole slew of problems you can run into. Last, last question about this then. Um, how is a WordPress site broken? Or how is something oh. broken in the background? There, there's so many ways a WordPress website can be broken. So I'll give you an example. Um, some of my clients, some of my clients like to go in there and try to change some of the information um, without checking with me. So I'll share this story. I'm not going to mention any names. I recently had a client go into their WordPress website and try to change the footer content and they didn't know how to do it. So they went into the actual coding itself and tried to remove a line of PHP code and it literally took the whole site down. Yeah. Site broke. So even on the front end, you couldn't load the site and they had no idea what happened and they came back to me and told me what they did. And I mean, things like that happen, right? Just yeah. trying to change footer code. If you don't know what you're doing, you change it in the wrong spot. It's, it's going to break the website. Yeah. So it's very easy to break a, a WordPress website. You go into the wrong area. Yeah. I know enough about code to not touch it. That's, that's what I know. I feel the same way. <laughs> I would never recommend going into that area they went to to change the footer content. It's just not something you want to do. All right, that, that, that's good insight. So, cool. Uh, my last question for you. Um, I was going to ask you, what are your top three recommendations? And then I figured there was a better way to ask this question. Um, what will you be using this opportunity of time? We all have this, we all have a lot of time in front of us, right? So we can look at it as, you know, like almost like a prison sentence or we can look at it as a real opportunity. So that's what I'm choosing to do. So this opportunity of time, what will you be using it for to um, improve about your business? So I'm actually going to be taking a course um, on WordPress to better my skills and knowledge because I do lack a little bit of the coding side, like the PHP. So I'm going to be studying PHP over the next couple of weeks. Um, aside from that, I'm also thinking of starting a informational website and getting into affiliate marketing to make some extra money on the side. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my second goal. And my third goal is to talk to as many small business owners as possible, see where I can help them, and hopefully get some more work and um, help anyone that needs online technology support. Yeah. So you're going to use this opportunity to educate yourself in two specific areas and keep talking to business owners. Yes. However, I do have affiliate marketing experience. Okay. I, I've done this before. So that is not all new to me. Um, I know because it's a lot, right? That would be a lot of time involved. No, no, no. I, I didn't. Yeah. So I, I meant it without judgment. I meant um, the fact that even the skill sets I have, I'm always looking to learn and, and grow on. So. 
I think that's great that you're using this as an opportunity for growth. Absolutely. Because um, otherwise, as you said, it, it kind of feels like a prison sentence. And another big thing, I'll just share this with you personally, is I think I mentioned to you I struggle with the anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. There is no way I can continue to just go to sleep, wake up and do nothing all day and be stuck inside. I'm going to go sure. crazy. So I kind of planned this out over the past couple of days. This is what I'm going to do. So I'm not just sitting here, you know, oh, okay, I don't know when this is going to be over. <laughs> That's great. So I want everyone to realize what you just said, right? Someone who works in administrative and operational support has built out a schedule and a plan on how to go about this opportunity, go about how you're going to have all this time in front of you to plan to use it for your betterment, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah, because otherwise you're going to end up sitting in your house and you're going to get depressed and it's just, there's nothing we can do, right? We can't go anywhere. We can't go out to the bars, can't go out to dinner. Yeah. Um, I think they even shut down movie theaters up here. Yeah. You know, depending on where you live. Yeah. A lot of things are shut down. So you might as well make good use of your time. And yeah. uh, when this is all over, it'll, it'll be good growth for you, your business. Awesome. Awesome. Liz, I, I appreciate your time this morning. Where, where can people find you if they have questions, if they want to learn from you? Or they want sure, to you can, sure. Uh, you can go to my website, virtualsupportgal.com and just go on the contact page and send, you know, send me a message, shoot me a message and I'd be glad to get right back to you. Awesome. Liz, that's great. Again, I appreciate your time and uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch throughout this. Thank you so much for having me, John. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. You too. Thank you. The